But Justin, we're here right now. We're here right now. Right now. Episode 32. Right now. 32? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. Otherwise, we, we fucked up by one, but I'm pretty sure it's 32. Off by one air? That's usually your department. But. Yeah. <laughs> so it's either 32 or 33. I mean, we're we're right in the, the correct position to do the show. We're wrong. So first and foremost, let's start with Justin Saw the Martian, so he's going to give us a detailed review. By detailed, you mean a, a brief couple-minute review? Whatever you want to do. All right. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, I would recommend going to see it. Even though I read the book, like, I felt like I'd be a little more, like, suspenseful if I didn't read the book, but it was still a good movie. It had a lot of, like, Apollo 13 feel, like, you know, the people on the ground, like, working to, like, banging on, like, the rover or whatever, and then, like, it switches to, like, Matt Damon jumping on top of the rover type stuff. Um, a lot of good visuals. It, it skimped on the science a little bit. Like, it did a lot of science montages. Other than that, it was pretty good. Science montage? Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, man, we have to, like, figure out how to get, you know, the Pathfinder to talk to, you know, Matt Damon. And then it was like, gonna make a montage type thing. And just, like, fast forward people, like, working through the night. And it's like, okay, we're done here sort of thing. We kind got of it working. Yeah. Is that kind of like in Iron Man 2 when Tony Stark creates a new element in 30 seconds with a montage? Yeah, similar to that. It was about the same time frame. They're like, shit, how are we going to get this problem working? It's like, I don't know, guys. We better get like started. And it was just like fast forward on a VCR. It's like, hey, we got it, guys. Like, it was very similar to that. Then they, um, I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure they covered more time in the book because they skipped. There was a big time skip in the movie where like, it's like, okay, well, we got the plan that he needs to go to, you know, this other rocket that's on Mars. Time skip 11 months. Oh, hey, we're here pretty much. So they skipped out a lot of stuff in the book in there that was mostly just like Matt Damon pooping in socks and whatnot. <laughs> stuff American audiences would be uncomfortable <laughs> seeing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, the, the whole like poop thing, they pretty much just handled like, oh, hey, I got it out of this box, and I'm using this poop. Durr, he made a poopy in a sock. I'm going to start a letter-writing campaign. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of, like, childish laughs happening in the theater, like, oh, uh, poop, poop to, like, fertilize his potatoes. Yeah. It, it was good. I would recommend seeing it in theaters. Skip the 3D if, like... You know, don't like, don't make an effort to go to a 3D time showing is all I'd say. It's You don't have to worry about that with me because I've tried it and it makes me sick. So I just avoid it. Okay. Yeah. I, it's, it's nothing special in 3D, I'd say. Like, there's like one part where like bolts are floating. It's not like Matt Damon's like reaching out to the camera. It's like, ooh, it's, it's like subtle things. It's not that interesting. 3D would work really well if he was reaching out into the audience. Like Spy Kids or something? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> take Spy that, Kids sci-fi? Take that back right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Spy Kids? Whoa. No, I think it's fucking stupid. What? Spy Kids is the great... The, the Spy Kids is the... The godfather the of... The series <laughs> of our generation, all right? 
there's so many series for this generation. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't keep up sometimes. It's like the Maze Runner, the, what is it, Divergent, Twilight. There's so many series. No, no, it's the series on TV coming this spring or something, The Librarians. That was on last year. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. What? Oh. The sequel to those made-for-TV movies on TNT. I must have missed it because it just looks... Yeah, I saw advertisement for it. It's like Rebecca Romain, uh, you know, the super mystique from the X-Men movies. Okay. Yeah, she's in it. Okay. Neat. Looks like shit. <laughs> looks like Mark I Lonnie. haven't watched it. I've just, <laughs> I've potato just seen... Potato fuel. <laughs> yeah, I've just seen the commercials. I'm not going to... I didn't have any interest in the movies, so... But Spy Kids is probably the best film series ever made. I've never seen Spy Kids. Much, much better than The Godfather, right? Yeah. Much better than The French Connection. Okay, I would say Spy Kids is definitely probably on par with Godfather Part 3. Uh, I was actually told to skip Godfather Part 3. Just, yeah, for it, good reason. Okay. You just should acknowledge it doesn't exist. Just think All right, it, just it's that bad? Pretend it doesn't exist, yeah. Okay. You should just watch the end where... Michael Corleone has like some kind of myocardial infarction in his chair, and it goes. He has like <laughs> he has like a diabetic stroke. Yeah, and just dies. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I might watch it just for that. I, you, but Spy Kids much better. Yeah. So you're saying The Martian is better than Spy Kids? Uh, being the expert I am on Spy Kids, having never seen one, yes, it is better than Spy Kids. I might go see it this week. Yeah, it's worth it. I, it's it's good to see in theaters. It's one of those things that has like those big open shots of Mars that Ridley Scott likes to do, like in Prometheus, where he like had a giant shot of the planet, Does which anything... was awesome. I mean, yeah, okay, the shots in Prometheus sometimes were good. The movie overall was shit. Right, the cinematography A plus. So I'm looking forward to the seeing that in The Martian. Yep. Does any of it look fake? Um, there was never any time I was like, oh, this looks like, you know, Arizona or anything. It was like, it never occurred to me that like, I just sort of like sat there and like watched the movies. I'm like, oh, I already know the story. Just like watch it. I'm like, this doesn't feel like earth at all. It felt a lot like Mars is kind of what I'm getting at. So no like sci-fi channel, original movie, plug in effects. No. Okay. No, Rock it was, monster. you got the whole, this is a desolate wasteland. I mean, there were like, I would say a lot of the movie was more around like his uh, habitat or whatever, mm -hmm. rather than like driving across, you know, Mars to get places. Like I said, there was a lot of just, oh, cut that sort of thing. Like it, since we're all familiar with the book, there's one part where he goes from his habitat to another rocket. <clears throat> um and, like, that whole part sort of cut out. He's like, oh, hey, I'm leaving today. Oh, hey, I'm, like, you know, two miles from the rocket. You know, 11 months later sort of thing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, hmm, all right. I mean, like, during that journey, I like, the whole thing during that journey was, oh, there was, like, a sandstorm that he had to avoid, and his mar his rover, like, rolled over, were, like, the two, like, main yeah. things that happened, but those were knocked out. Ah, uh, that's, hmm, okay. I figure, like, the... You could skip the rolling over, but the sandstorm thing was kind of a big deal with the solar panels. Yeah, I, I'm, I, because I could have swore I remembered one of the trailers I watched had the the rollover down the crater, but I, it wasn't in the movie. And My I didn't prediction fall about so. that is that 
this is the theatrical cut. In about six months, we'll get the director's cut. That oh you no! Can buy with all the restored scenes. I mean, if you read the book, you definitely notice some scenes are missing. So I assume they're going to be at least like another like thirty minutes of scenes that are have been cut just for theatrical release. But yeah, besides that, it was good. I'd recommend it definitely if you haven't read the book. If you had read the book, still go see it. I think I will. IMAX yeah. 3D. Worth it. Whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, hey, it'll... speaking of spending money on dumb shit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> you dug up some creepy yeah, sci-fi I... related stuff. So a couple weeks ago, we uh, covered the sixth day and uh, repet in that movie. Mm-hmm. And apparently there is a place in South Korea that is actually... For $10,000, they will try and clone your pet. Um, I think they said they had like 700 successful like pet cloning so far. Um, but still, it's a little creepy. Well, a lot of creepy, actually. But I don't know. Maybe in a couple of years, we'll start seeing human cloning from that. Because I think the actual one of the guys that actually worked there was one of the like people that got in like some trouble for trying to clone humans initially. Their head uh, science guy there. Some Asian scientist guy. I forget his name. Yeah, some a, Asian scientist guy. He'll post guy. the article and he'll have his name. But it, it, I think he's the head of the little thing. Yeah. That's what the article the said. Yeah, but the, the reporter wasn't allowed to talk to him. Yeah, it was sort of just like <laughs> shuffled in quickly. It's like, hey, this is the guy. Now move along. So, yeah, maybe there are like, you know, pods of people like waiting around to be cloned into just like six day. Well, the clones are, some of them are fucked up from yeah. what I gathered in the article. That's what I got from it, too, is that, like, invariably the clones of these pets don't live as long as their natural-born counterparts, yeah. and they have a lot of health problems. Yeah, it, it seems, like, that's why I said they've had 700 successful about, because I assume this process is not 100%, and sure, like, you might get a puppy that looks just like, you know, Rover or whatever, but... Maybe only last two or three years. But even the people who had like dogs that were healthy and 100% normal, it didn't look the same. Oh, really? Yeah. Then what the fuck is the point of cloning it if it doesn't look the same? Because like the, the coloration and the, the spots are different because of, I guess, like things that happen in gestation that they can't control. Mm, okay. So it's like uh, technically the same dog from like a lineal perspective, but it doesn't look the same. So it's kind of like you got a new dog. But you so, paid ten thousand dollars. Right. For so it. what was really the point? You could yeah, <laughs> pay like five times less for a top tier dog, two thousand bucks. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really researched dogs, but I assume if you go like all purebred shit to like get a dog, yeah, you might be paying that much. Yeah, but I mean like Or just go to a pound and pay like fifty bucks for like Well a lot of them are free at uh the pound on we, certain dates. They're free? Yeah. Oh, on certain dates, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes they're free. But, yeah, when, if you go to a pound yeah. just any day, it's, like, usually, like, 20, 50 bucks or something like that. Well, I've noticed around here lately that they have been free a whole lot because they just have such an overflow, and that's what kind of annoyed me about reading this and watching this uh, reporting on this cloning is that there's so many pets and stuff out there that they could just go pick one up, yet they have to spend all this money on this ostentatious bullshit of cloning their pet, supposedly, you know, because he was so special Right. Well, couldn't another dog be special too to you? 
I don't no. know. It's the whole like, oh man, like I don't know. It's just like getting rid of the whole mourning process. Like, oh no, my dog died. Yeah, just clone it. Well, to me, <laughs> it's like it's the same kind of shit that like Ray Kurzweil is trying to do at Google right now to like conquer death through technology and like turning people into like singularity AIs and stuff. It's it's all very misguided. I think it's. I mean, I don't think anything good would come of that. Ah, uh, well, hey, DARPA's already there. Microchips, the DARPA found out how memories are encoded. Oh, really? Yeah, so now they're going to try putting uh, microchips into people, soldiers with uh, TBI, traumatic brain injury, people who can no longer, like, form memories. That just seems like a front for, like, putting yeah. a chip in someone's mind while mind they're, like, control. in combat or something like that. And then like that. the black helicopters are going to come from the yeah. U.N., and then the gay transsexual police force is going to take our guns and melt them down into a giant black dildo, and it's going to be the end. You thought a lot about Yo, that. Yo, where's that tinfoil you got? That's some good shit. <laughs> just bring a little Alex Jones to the sci-fi world here. Mass murder suicide pills. <laughs> exactly. So buy some filters. Buy some filters and buy some special rocks we dug up. <laughs> I I must be out of the loop on whatever the hell that is. He makes oh. he makes a killing selling like survival equipment to like nutty people who listen to his show like who think the world's going to end imminently. Is this yeah. like an yeah. AM radio show type thing? Yeah. Or... Uh, he ha- I think it's like is it on satellite radio now or is he I mean he's all over the place. Like he has a huge following. But Oh, really? Okay. His whole thing is like the world's going to end right away and you know th- there's not going to be reliable water sources so you need the super expensive filter. And there's like this iodine supplement thingy we dug up from 6,000 miles in the ground. And two people took it and they lost 300 pounds and didn't have cancer anymore. So it's good stuff. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, but here's the, the thing to me is like, you know, Alex Jones aside, he's hilarious. But just the whole idea that they want to try to conquer natural death. I'm not very cool with that. I... Now, trying to conquer the causes of unnatural death, like they're trying to find cures for cancer and thing, that's fine, and I'm sure we can solve all kinds of problems through technology in the future, but like, is that really a problem that needs to be solved? Like, do certain people... Because you can imagine how expensive that would be to transfer your mind into a immortal singularity. I'd do, be okay with that. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, but... but <laughs> Would you be one of the people, one of the elect, that would be able to do that? I mean, is just because you're a billionaire, does that mean you should automatically live forever? I don't think so. Death is, mm. I don't know, death, yeah. like, you know, I remember something I read Steve Jobs saying that, you know, most people don't know how to use a keyboard, and it's like death is going to solve this problem. Because, <laughs> so in a way, it is kind of progress. I mean, nobody wants to die, but... And Steve Jobs, the guy who, like... Didn't go to the doctor. Didn't go yes, to the doctor know, for his liver problem or pancreas problem. I know. It was. It's very ironic. Well, no, no. He, he did go to the doctor and then he... Just he, way too late. He just didn't do what the doctor told him to. Yeah, and said he just took like herbal supplements. I'm going to meditate. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm not really going to take his advice on how to how to run my life. I'll go into the singularity. Same. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Grant. We'll be in a singularity. Yeah. You'll be... um Watching anime, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, if you if you think about it, like we're getting to this point where we can clone pets and clone organs and things like that. Like, yeah, 
theoretically, you know, they're going to find a way anyway to just keep cloning organs for people as they fail. You know, your lifespan's probably going to be like 150 years anyway with all these advancements sometime in the future. Or they'll, sh- they'll find a way to use gene therapy to shorten your telomeres so you don't even age as quickly, so your lifespan will be increased. Yeah. To me, that kind of stuff is okay it's just the whole idea that oh we're gonna make sure that certain people live forever because yeah it's i don't know it's that whole question of like if you like go and like replace every part in your car is it still the car you bought or is it just some of new parts of a car that yeah, you put together that's it's what like, i wonder about these people though who clone their pets and they think like oh it's the same dog well no it's not because the dog is the result of like not only his genes but the the upbringing and experiences right yeah so, so like the fact that like oh you have a dog that you loved and it's a little puppy you're gonna raise it differently than if you just yeah. got the puppy initially. No, I don't know. That's why you hire the phantasm to kill Terry McGinnis's parents. Yes. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. Did okay. you not watch Batman Beyond? They already solved this question. Well, technically that was in Justice League <laughs> Unlimited. It's been a long time since I've seen Batman Beyond. That's all I gotta say about that. I don't remember that episode either. But it's in Justice League unlimited okay 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 yeah it's i don't know it's it's some thing where they go back and decide that batman beyond guy was just born from bruce wayne's dna because of a a science conspiracy because the world needs a batman i was just i didn't really like that outcome i thought it was just like okay he just you know he's not batman's son but he just took over that was fine with me (laughs) yeah Yeah. i was like kind of cool with that like whatever fine not I, I, okay, I don't even know how to. I, I need to. I'm. I need to digest this. Like maybe I'll. Yeah, just go yeah. and think about it later. I mean, or or watch some of the episodes. I don't know. Or I'll just forget about it entirely. Yeah, that's possible. Just as well. get your dog cloned. Okay. They'll take all of your worries away. Sure. Sounds good to me. It sounds like a great investment. Uh, investment might be the wrong term. It's a great or investment. Like idiotically throwing your money away at shit. Yes. I mean, whatever, it's fine. You just get yourself a new dog. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Then it, it too can one day not turn around in circles. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure my dad would want to clone that dog if, um, <laughs> if he could. He didn't save any blood in a vial that he wears around his neck. I think he does have some of its like hair in a box or something. So hey, you know, forward the article. Yeah. Well, no, I told him about it, and he didn't seem that interested. But I didn't tell him the whole "all you need is a hair" sort of thing. Yeah, you should tell him that. And then <laughs> I, you should also share the good news with him. What's that? Not about Jesus Christ. Better news. Better news. Better news than Jesus Christ. Yes, Terminator Genesis did so poorly in the box office and critically. That the powers that be behind it, the people who are, you know, constantly pushing, pushing to have more of that come out, have decided to put all of their plans for Terminator Genesis and the 18 sequels on hold indefinitely. The Terminator Expanded Universe or Terminator Cinematic Universe is on hold. It's toast. Woohoo. Yeah. No more Terminator Genesis. So it's been terminated? Uh, it's like on life support. So it hasn't been terminated fully, but it's probably not going to wake up. Arnold got paid. That's all that matters. I wonder if he got paid in advance for like he using always his gets likeness paid in advance. for like one movie and a possible two other movies or something like that. 
he he usually like he's such a big name that I think for a while he's been cutting deals that he gets like a share of the ticket revenue and not any like no Hollywood accounting takes place before he gets paid. Like he gets a huge chunk of whatever movie he makes. Yeah. Which is the way it should be. For Arnold, yeah. Yeah, for Arnold. He can pull he can pull that weight, yeah. Yeah, because he brings such quality work. Well, I mean, yes, his performance was it was good in this movie in that movie, but it did not hold the movie that well. It couldn't there was just too much, hard carry. too much shit around him. Yes. Like, even if he had dialed it in A+, plus, he could not have saved it. I really feel like he should have gotten an Oscar for today's movie, though. For Terminator 3. Really? For, for keeping a straight face. Just, no, the pure angst when he's saying, I am a machine, and smashing the car. I desire oh, is irrelevant. Yeah. I burst out laughing at that part. Like, I boom, forgot, boom. Like, was just the, like, like, angry, like, Rawr. Yeah. Arnold Smash. It's like, you think yeah. that good acting is Rafe Fiennes and uh, Schindler's List there? Nah, fuck that. Nah, 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 nah. That's, that's like entry-level loser shit. Smashing the car and saying, I have a machine. Get away from me. Yeah. yeah. Being, being angry with John Connor while like the, the shitty CSI hacking is going on in your subjective DX view. has corrupted my programming. Okay. Is, is there like a reset button we can push? Should I put a magnet on your head? <laughs> Uh, that, that scene and the rest of the movie, just shake my head at it. Shake my head, to be honest, fam? Yes. Okay. Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, we just start at the beginning, I guess. Sure. Because the beginning is how we meet our hero, John Connor, really, right? John Connor. Well, the beginning is, um, the dream sequence or whatever, like, in the future and, like, the humans getting shot by, like, shitty CGI lasers. And the crappy Terminator robots moving their jaws around and staring at you menacingly. Yeah. Quite a different picture of the future than we get in the second one. Made <laughs> a, a... really shitty-looking future. Made Not shitty in the CGI. sense that, like, humans are getting killed everywhere, just shitty in the sense it looks like shit. It wasn't animated well, that... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I just want to skip to the part where he is somehow getting high off of dog sterilization drugs. Oh, yeah. He's like a hobo going around now. John, Yeah. John Connor is so depressed and extreme, bro, that he breaks into veterinary offices to get high. That's the most idiotic thing about this movie to me is just that the first two movies clearly established that they're in a closed loop, that the story ends after Terminator 2 because they changed the future. And... He starts out this movie, and he should assume that the future has been changed and that nothing bad's going to happen, so why is he living like a fucking hobo? Well, he said, like, pretty much that the the upbringing that his mom gave him fucked him up so much that he's, like, stuck in this, like, man, they're coming after me, the cops are going to get me, the machines, man, like, you know, all crackhead-like. So I think that's why he's still really paranoid. Still, like, if you break in to, like, get some meds at a vet's office. like The let's cops say are going to get you, yeah. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> let's say even that that's some sort of, like, a good idea because let's say there's less, you know, alarms in place in, like, a pharmacy or a store or something like that. 
you don't stay there. Like, he just, like, chilled there for, like, three hours and be like, okay, whatever. I'll just wait for this crazy lady to bring her cat in and, like... Yeah, so, again, if he's so concerned about being caught by the system... Yeah, it's and, smash and grab. Like, why like, is he just staying there, like, you know, passing out and stuff? You know, if his mom raised him to be paranoid like that, he should have been, like, you know, out of there like a ghost. Because the plot said he had to stay there? Exactly. Yeah. Which is why this movie falls apart from the very beginning. <laughs> I don't know, John Connor, he's a pro. And the crappy, like, I hate how they just disrespected Terminator 2 completely with Arnold going to, like, the the ladies' night bar in this one and wearing, like, the stupid pink glasses. What do you mean about disrespecting Terminator 2? Well, because in Terminator 2, they had the great scene at the beginning where he goes to the biker bar and kicks the shit out of those biker oh, guys. Yeah. And then they do pretty much the same thing in this one, except they make it really retarded and tongue-in-cheek and i just it it wasn't even funny yeah i a lot of this movie felt like i got that vibe from it like i was watching it and like it just felt a lot like terminator 2 done really poorly yeah or like we're just gonna reference all these things that happen in the more popular movies so that you'll want to consume more popcorn and yeah no it honestly felt like just a remake of Terminator 2, but it just was bad. Yeah. It was the beginning. Like, Arnold gives all his crappy one-liners in this movie, but they don't have any of the weight they have in the others. Like, yeah, they're just, just like... Ah, she'll be back. Yeah, it was just, like, stapled in there, like, oh, okay, well, we need, like, you know, 50 Arnold lines in this movie, and, you know, 17 of them have to be, you know, his catchphrases, so let's just sprinkle them in. It yeah. was the beginning of the, the trend, I think. Well... Yeah, I guess, but it yeah. was, I feel like, I guess you could go lower with the next movie, Salvation, but. Well, I think Salvation was... avoided a lot of the, Salvation's kind of like off by itself. I, I see a strong bridge between Terminator 3 and Terminator Genesis with a Y, as far as like, hey, remember this? Yeah. Yeah, you got, like, I don't know, I don't remember Salvation that well, so maybe that's why I'm like, but I mean, as far as like the, the franchise, just going to the shitter like it was oh yeah yeah it was well into the shitter in this movie and then it just weighed around in its shit for two other movies after this i feel like this is the last terminator movie that had some sort of coherent legitimacy uh, just coherent relationship (laughs) between like the the plot elements because we'll talk about terminator salvation but like this one you can kind of still get how it ties in and then terminator salvation is just like transformers shooting robot motorcycles out of their arms. Why? Because. I mean, I I don't know. I, I'm with Grant in that <clears throat> this movie didn't have to be made and it would have been a very nice finish to say, Terminator 2, we averted Judgment Day. Yay, humans. Not this whole bullshit of, oh, we delayed it. Oh, now yeah. there's another one. Oh, it's, it's, If you avert Judgment Day, it's really easy to say that we were wrong, but we didn't, because you can never stop it. Yeah. Because Skynet is Napster. That's just like... <laughs> I don't really know. Is. Like, Just using that logic makes it sound like the only reason you can't avert it is because we need more movies. Yeah, like, absolutely. At, at that point... At this movie Money was must like, be made. Yeah, at this point, it was just like... Desire is irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. Money must be made. Money must be made. <laughs> I think this movie didn't make money, unfortunately, so... Yeah. I actually saw this in the theater. I remember seeing it. Yeah. 
That's right. <laughs> you were really disappointed. It was not bigger or better <laughs> on the big screen. No, I, the only part of this movie I liked is when the the shitty Terminator tank robots were going around like the the T ones were driving around killing people in like the army base because it was just like a, a nice level of schlock quality. Those like, those robots reminded me of something like some other sci-fi robot, but I can't remember what it is. It a, just, a murderous version of Wally. Maybe yeah. like that, that <laughs> well, they were like before Wally. So is right. Wally a nice version of them? Probably, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. in some timeline where they like avert Judgment Day enough, but those robots are still made, just like miniaturized into like Wally robots, and humans still go extinct from just being fat, and like the ship becomes like the next Skynet. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's. I, well, I think okay. Wally we, is we should re- auto. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We should review Wally because it actually probably is a better version of Terminator Three. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I well, I really like Wally from that perspective because, like, to diverge into a little bit of Wally, when the the fat captain realizes what happened. Like he looks at all the portraits on the wall. <laughs> Otto's fine. Right. Like every yeah, yeah. I like Otto's there, and the captains are getting fatter and stupider. And he just like finally puts it together. Like, oh, the machines, like the machines running the show. He just tricked us. Hmm. Well, no, it's like really like you know, you get more flies with honey than vinegar. Like, just go around like killing people. Like, oh man, like humans are going to form a resistance. Yeah. If you give them like little floaty chairs and like you know food until they get so fat they can't even fucking move or. Otto's Make a, more kids. A better Skynet. Yeah. 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 I think it's way better. That is more devious than, you know, just killing people. Slowly Certainly. kill them. That is playing the long game. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, he really did. How many captains were in those portraits? Like nine or something? It was something? like several hundred years. He was yeah, biding his so. time. Yeah. But that's a much better way to like take over than like, oh, Skynet is Napster, so you can't stop it. It's spread around because kids like to download music. So, you know, it was like his John Connor's dumbass end monologue. It was in dorm computers. There's no way we could stop it. Yeah, like, but I think, like, a movie about, like, combating obesity and, like, childhood <laughs> education would be not quite as exciting as, like, pew, pew, pew. But it's it's <laughs> I, it's better because it's, it's, like, the pacing makes more sense. It's just if your your grand plan is, like, to have, you know, somebody in a dorm room, like, yeah, two girls, one cup, sweet, and, like, you download a copy of some master control program yeah with it like and then they all talk to each other i guess they get on hamachi and tunnel to each other's computers and like they have a nice chat like i maybe i'm i'm Uh, putting too much faith in these people's ability to understand the the internet this movie (laughs) i think like the fundamental thing about terminator 3 is that like you have to get over that belief hump with you just have to believe what Arnold says. He like John Connor's like, no, no, we stopped everything. And Arnold's like, no, it's inevitable. Fuck you. And then, yeah, that's see. just like that's just like fuck you, Terminator Two. Right. Like it's none like, of that made any. You have to be willing to buy into that to get anything out of this movie. And I mean, if you suspend your disbelief of that, which is hard to do, then I guess you can say Arnold's performance in this movie is not bad for most of it. Like. He does a fairly good job of playing a monotonous robot. I mean, he, it's the same thing he did in the first two movies. I mean, I he really was just, you know, going through the motions of, okay, well, I've done this same role before. I did the exact same thing in Terminator 2, so, okay. Right. And then when he was throwing something new, like, okay, be an angry robot that has to, like, come out with his programming. He's like, rawr! And they... <laughs> But the thing about this Terminator is that they kind of downgraded the the stakes for his character 
because in the second movie, he actually evolves and does good stuff and becomes more of a fully realized character. And in this one, he's like, no, I don't learn. Fuck you. I'm just here to protect you. Shut up. The thing Relax. I didn't understand at all, though. Okay, they had a throwback to Terminator 2 at the start of the movie when like he got in the truck and he like opened up the um the the mirror and there was like keys in there. I'm like, oh so like John taught him that. And I like kind of forgot the whole plot where in the future Arnold actually killed John Connor and then Kate What's her face or whatever her name was. Catherine Brewster. Yeah, Catherine Brewster <laughs> um reprogram Arnold to like go back in time and save him or whatever convoluted bullshit they came up with make sure he got to the like the 1960s fallout bunker yeah exactly um yeah so who taught him the whole thing about the the keys and the 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 mirror there then i don't know Catherine booster yeah maybe uh, she okay because them. like in the future they still hide their keys and yeah. mirrors and whatnot she programmed that into him okay yeah gotcha she put some little like morse code programming into his console in the future yeah she opened up the DOS prompt and just, you know, wrote that in. Sure, okay. It's a better explanation than he just figured out the keys would be up there. I, I just don't understand that. It's But, again, a lot of things in this movie don't make sense. You know what really doesn't make sense about this movie? It's that. You know. What? You know exactly what it is. Everything? Like... Yeah, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Arnold's hydrogen fuel cells explode into nuclear bombs. The the robot made of metal can pull itself off of the world's strongest electromagnet by I don't know force of will. Like yeah, getting pissed. <laughs> they fly in like a, a Cessna to a bunker because, and they're dumb enough to believe it's like Skynet's command center when there's tape reel computers in there. Like, yeah, that's exactly what's going on, guys. Skynet server's really here. It's on the little tape reel. Just pull them off. Quick. Yeah, it, I don't know. It just, that didn't make any sense. And then, I I get what they were trying to do. They're like, oh, hey, we want to set up more movies. Pretty much by the end of that movie. The only thing, like, the but, only logical character action that I like here is where, when, whatever her name is, evil robot lady. The TX. TX, yeah. Okay. John Connor is not right at hand, so I'll go kill his lieutenant who works at a fast food place. Yeah, like she didn't even know that John Connor was available as a target. Yeah. Her mission was just to kill like all the available lieutenants of the resistance, and then she right. stumbles upon him and is like, oh shit, like I better kill him. So that's like good thinking on Skynet's part. Like, hmm, we can't find this guy, so just Let's kill just everybody take else. all the support. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. And then it devolves into like just trash. Where she, her arm is a flamethrower for some reason. She's like the, the, the liquid metal Terminator, but she also has a skeleton full of flamethrowers. Yeah, it's like part liquid, part skeleton, just to change their appearance, but maintain some like weapons or something. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know either. I think she was the inspiration for the Terminator Genesis ending with Arnold is now... He's got, like, the T-1000 material all over him. He's Liquid Arnold now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, let's yeah. hope we never see I don't really Liquid like Arnold. the TX in this movie. I, I think the actress does a fine job of being a robot. 
but I just don't like the whole idea of the TX. They say it's like a heavy combat unit, and that kind of is against the whole idea that they've established of what Terminators are for. They're supposed to be infiltration units, and they're not supposed to be like tanks. Yeah. Rubber skin. And then he said, like, oh, she's an anti-Terminator Terminator. It's like, well, okay, so you're telling me that the Resistance has captured that many Terminators and reprogrammed them? They must not really be that effective. And I just don't buy that. I think it's... Well... Maybe they found a children's science store and just threw magnets at them. Maybe they figured, like, oh, like, we sent so many Terminators back in the past to try and kill John Connor, and he keeps getting another Terminator. We need to build an anti-Terminator Terminator. I don't know. It's bullshit logic i'm just pulling well, out my ass here and then another thing is like at the end of the movie he says like oh it was all software like there's no central location it's like okay well then how did they ever defeat skynet in the final battle in the future because they established in like all three movies that there's a central command of skynet and they smash it and destroy it and that's what wins the war and like i think every terminator movie besides salvation has that like narrative in it somewhere well like, it may be that, that like it's initially, like, you know, a distributed system or whatever, but then, like, for some reason, Skynet finds it more effective to put all their eggs in one basket in the future. I don't know. You know? That seems like a big downgrade. It, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no backups? What? It, yeah, you, you feel like, oh, like, they smashed the one in, like, the east or the western U.S., and then, you know... The one in like New York will come on or something like that or yeah cloud computing, Cisco. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Okay, was there a Cisco ad in this movie? I don't remember. Probably, probably. They were yeah. using Cisco routers or something. Yeah. yeah. While they were popping their Zenager and EFX pills to lose weight at the military base. And... <laughs> I mean, honestly, they should have just had this thing running on like on OS nine or something. It had a little bomb icon show up. Oh no, my phone! Yeah, and, like. The major's phone explodes like, ah, that would have been good. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, if they ever do make a Terminator Genesis sequel, it's going to be somebody was hiking and their phone didn't get the OTA update. Oh, and they'll be like the sole yeah. member that like. So then they're going to call somebody and Skynet will jump on this telephone and, you know, Matrix to the rest of the world again. I'm no, calling like, it. I know they there was that article that said they're not going to do it, but. It just feels like one of the things that it's going to come back. Like, maybe it won't be Genesis. Maybe it'll be something else, but... Funny Stephen King yeah. movies. Sometimes they come back. Huh? What's that? This is not sci-fi related, but if you've never read that short story from his, his short story collection, Night Shift, you really should. Oh. It's funny. <laughs> you just... What you said just reminded me of that, because I know, like, I agree with you completely. Terminator, they can say it's dead. We, I know it's going to come back. It's just gonna. It will rise from the dead. As long as Arnold is alive and like not in a wheelchair, there's a chance. Like, there's a chance. Yeah. yeah, it'll be like on. I think it'll be on ice for maybe a year or two. Before like, you hear any more news about oh, possible. Right, like like Spider Man. Or they'll on they'll ice. go f they'll go at it from a different angle. Like it's like oh okay well, like we're not gonna do any stuff about John Connor anymore. We're gonna do like a movie that's exclusively focused on like. A term the Terminator or something like that. A Kyle Reese movie with Jai Courtney, your favorite actor. Right. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'd watch him for three hours. That. That'd be awesome.
And you know, if it was a future a movie set in the future, not salvation style, but if they like a movie showing us like what the final battle was like. We saw that in Genesis though. But it was like five Kinda. minutes. Yeah. The final battle in Genesis is like we're here in our truck, okay. Pew, 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 pew. They didn't even go to the final battle. They went to the other place where like Skynet has been defeated. Okay, let's go to the time displacement thing. It's like Yeah, pretty much <laughs> like, all right guys, the, the important thing's done. Let's go back in time now. We don't care about the exciting battle. You want to see this? Yeah. It's no, an app. I really don't. It's an app. It's everywhere. <sighs> it's in your phone. God. That, I, I was kind of okay with this movie until the very end where they have that shot of planet Earth and John Connor's stupid monologue. Well, all the nukes are going or whatever. Yes. It's like, that's, I cannot get over how stupid that is. Like, Skynet is Napster and that's how it was, you know, found its way out. Like, it became self-aware and the military because like why did it choose then to do it it's again our, that our. is something i don't get about yeah. this movie is that clearly there's a continuity they're sticking with the continuity because arnold says like you know oh no you really didn't stop judgment day because john connor references the previous movie's events but somehow skyna is still active and being developed whereas they clearly establish in terminator 2 that they destroyed all of the Skynet stuff. They destroyed all of Dyson's work. They destroyed the chip and the arm. There's no way anybody could have recreated his work. So how does the military have this cyber research systems thing like up and running with like this working version of Skynet? I think it's like with the same name. <laughs> the same name thing is a little sketchy, but um, it, it may have been something just like because they said like, oh, this is a thing to automate our defenses. And it was like sold that way, not like Dyson's thing where they're trying to recreate, you know. But to get to the point that Dyson was talking about it being at where it was artificially intelligent, they had to have the chip and all that other stuff to guide them or else, you know, he said like, oh, it took us in directions we would have never thought of and stuff. It's like, okay, well, how did the military guys, you know, I can't credibly Well, I mean, maybe the military guys hired some of the people that like didn't get shot up at like... Dyson or whatever. So you think it could be like, you know, after Cyberdyne Systems went out of business, they kind of like acquired yeah. all these people? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I, I might buy that. but And like those people who worked on the chip, like it's not like Arnold going in there and shooting up the whole building, burning all the documents, doesn't remove the knowledge that they've gained through working on this. So the whole like stealing talent or whatever from Cyberdyne, yeah, maybe. Just Maybe. look in the background. Maybe there's like a dude that, you know, Dyson was working with in the there's, military place. There's a background character from the other movies that has a background part in this movie. Maybe. Yeah, just for continuing. I just don't get why Skynet wakes up and it's just like, okay, the first order of business is to nuke everybody. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. That's another thing. Because in the other movies, they, they established that Skynet didn't attack people until they tried to kill it basically by pulling the plug on it and that's what it retaliated but that's basically what they were doing in this movie no they activate it in this movie they activate (laughs) it in this movie and then like it like takes over but doesn't start nuking people it's just like oh well i want control for myself like what but it's okay not nuking people but like to start killing people like skynet turns on it's like okay boot up complete kill everybody go but in in this movie, they, uh, they say yeah, that okay. you yeah, know how they dumb. say like that there's like all this this computer virus like wrecking the world systems, and that's why they activate Skynet, and then they figure out that the virus itself was Skynet. It was already planning like Judgment Day and all that right. stuff, but with no provocation. It was a false flag. Uh, so yeah, that goes against the continuity too. And 
Yeah. I mean, so it just decided that people needed to be exterminated, whereas they established in the other movies that it's more of like it started out as a survival mechanism thing, and I guess it's just carrying out that command. Yeah, the first Terminator movies, the first two, seem like they, they kind of have the, the whatever the robot from War Games is, whatever its name is. War Games robot? Yeah, War Games robot. That, that has to that thinks through all this shit and finally is like, hmm, I guess a thermonuclear war would be the way to do this. And Terminator 3 is like the I have no mouth and must scream robot that like as soon as it wakes up, it's like, yeah, I better kill everybody. Yeah. Just because. Yeah, pretty much. But why? Don't know reason, just because. Fuck them. Yeah. <coughs> Had a bad, evil. bad day at the office. Mm-hmm. Found too much low-quality flash video porn on someone's computer and just lost it well i mean the robot would probably more care about like i don't know whatever computer porn is or even like the the benevolent explanation like they could have even copped out with that like oh skynet really didn't want to kill people but like you, you need help you, you know like the i not is the i robot the will smith movie where he's shooting robots yeah yeah I yeah robot. where the robots take over for your own good because humans are, you know, too self-destructive. Right, the perverse interpretation of the three laws yeah. thing. Skynet wasn't three laws safe. That's right, they, it wasn't. Yep, so that's the problem. <laughs> you think they would have figured that one out? Like, I mean, do you dream of electric sheep have been around, or had been around for a while, so... Military intelligence. Military yeah. intelligence. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. But let's talk about the best scene in the movie where Arnold breaks out of the mausoleum with the coffin with John Connor in it with the huge machine gun. That is... Basic psychology is one of my subroutines. There was... Okay, I liked that scene, and there was one other part of a scene that I liked, but... Which was? Um, just the whole thing where, like, Arnold throws the hook, and it, like, goes into the manhole and, like, pulls the truck up. <laughs> You didn't like the scene where he and the TX are fighting in the, the bathroom and dunking their heads in the toilets? No. <laughs> yeah, you could go with any scene in this movie other than that small part right there or the mausoleum part, which was actually kind of cool. Again, the rest though, of the movie scenes are just meh. The mausoleum thing is like a, a cribbing a lot from the Cyberdyne Systems chain gun scene Terminator yes. 2. It was just like that scene in yeah. Terminator 2 where he goes he breaks through the window and like starts shooting with a minigun and it's the whole zero casualties thing because apparently somebody taught him not to kill humans. Catherine Booster. Yes, Catherine Booster. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. I can't do the voice. But... That's, that's the, the reason for everything in this movie apparently. Yeah, I don't know. It just upsets me whenever I... Uh think about this <laughs> and my favorite uh, scene with the police psychiatrist who's a pussy who runs away oh yeah yeah it's like ah oh, it's back because he sees the robot again who killed everybody in the mental hospital <laughs> arnold's gun <laughs> in that scene isn't as cool as the the minigun no he's using like a crappy mg3 or something but sarah connor had her ashes spread in mexico and had her coffin somehow surreptitiously filled with enough you know weapons to occupy i know just imagine the guys who country. put that coffin in that mausoleum they're like jesus like how fat was this yeah. <laughs> like, but the coffin's regular size so how fat could she be right i know like is she <laughs> is she made of lead or something or 
Is she stuffed yeah. in there? Is yeah, you think they would have opened it and checked it out? Put a belt around it to hold it close. <laughs> yeah, it's like our, our uh, Elvis's coffin <laughs> that had the refrigeration unit in, so he's still alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. The cryo freeze thing, like him and Walt Disney. Oh, wait, did he actually do that? I thought it was like just a bunch of like conspiracy no, no, bullshit. I'm, it's con- I think it's conspiracy bullshit. Walt Disney know. really is frozen though. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. I'm sure his head is like beneath the park. Beneath the park, underneath that giant castle or whatever. He's controlling the entire park. Through, like, one of his dream communication thing, like Wayland as and Prometheus. Yeah. <laughs> he's the reason that there's never two Mickeys within sight of each other. And he's also the reason that the RFID bands you know where in the park will creepily tell Mickey what your children's names are. Uh-huh. What? Have you ever heard about this? No. You know how, like, uh, casinos will give you a... a credit card type deal instead of you put money down so you are less conscious of how much money yeah. you're putting on the table Disney has RFID bands you wear mm-hmm. so that it pays for your meals your park admission t-shirts all that kind of shit do you shit. like load it up with money or is it like a hotel bill or you like it bill to your account oh okay. but you can also give your kids Disney bucks on them but it's also like this is Justin's band this is Clark's band like it knows what the bands are who they're wearing tracks you through the park passive RFID monitoring but all the characters like Mickey and Goofy and Daisy and you know other Disney people are walking around even the the live action people like Prince Charming or Cinderella they have, have e- like a thing in their ear yeah they have earwigs and it'll let them know like yeah you know there's the kid with the blah blah wristband Jimmy oh, it's like green wristband Jimmy yeah, or whatever greet them ear. by name Right, the big thing was the princess meeting, <laughs> that is fucking crazy, meeting the princesses. Like the band knows like when your birthday is, so the princesses will know if it's a little girl's birthday or something. It's like, so, oh, are you looking forward to your birthday? Yeah, so she'd be like, oh, how'd you know it was my birthday? You know, because kids don't understand that. <laughs> that is, yeah, <laughs> fucking creepy. Like I don't know, it's it's for your fast pass ride thing too, so you can, you know, Justin, it's to make your time more magical there. I swear to God. I don't know. And for parents, it's kind of to ease the blow of getting their wallets (laughs) cleaned out. Yeah, it's just when they're back in, you know, their home in, you know, Illinois somewhere, and it's like, they get their bill, it's like, fuck, how do we spend $1,500 for one goddamn day? Well, that's a little light. It's a little light (laughs) for Disney. (laughs) I I hadn't been there. I I went there as a kid, but I didn't really... $1,500 for a day, that's like... No, it, you know what's shocking is gets just, you into the park. <laughs> it it is shocking. It's a kid's place, but there's they have so much stuff now. There's so much adult stuff to do. So like you literally can go down there as an adult and get I mean, hammered. Yeah, get hammered and ride the teacups. <laughs> <laughs> Throw up in the teacups. <laughs> get in a fight with Goofy. Oh man, I would pay money to get in a fight with Goofy, and not get thrown out of the Fuck park. Fuck you. <laughs> Why like, do you wear pants, Goofy, and not like, Pluto? Try, try and rip Goofy's skin off to get hair to clone him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking of Big Bang Theory. Like, Shelton has a fear of Goofy. Just, he has, like, bad dreams. He's like, no, Goofy, no. <laughs> what? Like, he'll have, in some episodes, like, He'll have bad dreams about like after Disneyland or something. It's just like he hates Goofy and he's just like, <laughs> no, Goofy, no, don't touch me. <laughs> I mean, that I, I can't imagine that that wouldn't freak some kids out though to have be like, hey, how are you doing, Jimmy? Are you looking forward to your birthday on December third? Like, a little <laughs> slightly off-putting, maybe. Yeah, 
I guess depending on which character accosted you. It just reminds me of that, them, like... that Dexter's Laboratory episode, <laughs> uh, the chubby cheeses. Like, like the, the animatronic robots like come and let's just like grab him and take him back. <laughs> I think that the people who made that Five Nights at Freddy's game must have watched that episode of Dexter. <laughs> they did, yeah. Because like in the mad scientist owner guy, of, or the owner guy was like saying, like, you will create things for me, boy. Wondrous things. <laughs> that chubby cheeses. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> yeah, so Disney's getting the the Skynet thing going. Skynet's in every wristband. Can't stop it. Yeah, I mean, if they were, if, I mean, if there was going to be a Skynet, it would either come from you know, Disney or like Google. Google, yeah, one of those two. Or Apple. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, you eh, know. in reality, it's the NSA. But I mean, yeah, the NSA already has it going. So. Yeah, but... DARPA plus NSA, it's probably already a... Yeah, just the DARPA doesn't tell me, like, when I get in my car, like, it's 18 minutes to your destination. I haven't even started driving yet, but it knows where I'm going. Well... It's figured out my pattern. Yeah, that's... (laughs) I mean, I'm sure they figured out your pattern, they just don't tell you, like... Oh, yeah. They just follow your cell phone signals, and like, oh, you know, this cell phone number goes from, you know, home to work to the store on Wednesday, like, I mean, yeah creepy though it's a little creepy so it's almost like did you enjoy space mountain 15 minutes ago when you were there because we fucking know yeah yeah, yeah. would you like a refreshment <laughs> it was hey jimmy would you like a refreshment since it was 25 minutes ago since you had your pepsi You're right <laughs> since you have consumed nutrition or is it a Coke place? I don't even fucking know. Uh, I think you can get both. Huh? Yeah, I think you can actually get yeah. both because... Magical place. It, yeah, it's Disney World. Like oh, it's you, like ballpark prices, though, yeah. for anything. Oh, I mean, you're yeah. getting fucked, but that's the point of the wristband, so you don't have to, like Grant said, you don't have to get your wallet out, and you don't actually see the credit card being handed over, the cash being handed over. Just wave your wrist. Magic. Which which is cool. I mean, that's <laughs> that's okay to me. Like that aspect of it, doing like contactless payments, because if you had kids, it wouldn't be cool though. You would, you feel the burn if you have a kid. Like uh, your like, wristband uh, should heat up when they're spending no, money. But, I mean, you can yeah. limit the kids' spending with those things. I mean, yeah, on their wristbands. I'm thinking, right on your wristband. Yeah, when they're like banging you, like, hey, give me a cotton candy. But yeah! I, the way I think about it is that that's going to happen anyway if you have kids, and the difference yeah. is that now you don't have to lug around like a fat wallet in your pants and stuff you know it's just one less thing go to the atm i guess because there are several conveniently located atms in the park right yeah. next to all the fucking shit you could buy yeah of course yeah yeah main street usa the everything is a shop but as long as they have one of those uh anyway coke machines it's where it's at yes the, the creepy skynet coke machine that knows what kind of lime coke you want no those things are cool i like if Skynet was a requirement to have those Coke machines, I would live in a world like that. So you'd be sipping a Coke and then a Terminator shoots you through the head? Yeah, but I could have like, you know, <laughs> a Coke that has, you know, vanilla and like lime and then like some sun-kissed with like cherry flavor or something. So you'll feel good when you're dying. Yeah. Okay. As long as I'm comfortable. It's like hospice, but, you know, just moved up. Several decades. You're going to blow through much, my head. Much quicker, too, right? <laughs> and just keep a pocket full of magnets. That's what I do. Oh, yeah? Just throw them at Terminators. Pocket sand style? Yeah, pocket sand right in their face. Okay. I, I mean, the, to go back to Terminator 3, the, I, just, I still don't understand that. 
I mean, I realize we're living in a world where hydrogen fuel cells are miniature nuclear bombs, but a giant electromagnet that's like in a tunnel miles long, and she just like powers up the Super Saiyan 2 and gets away from it. It's, I don't understand the whole like power up thing. Like I can, like if it was a person and like for some reason they got stuck to it, it's like, okay, maybe adrenaline like would be like, ah, like give them superhuman strength. But like the robot's always on 11. It doesn't like dial up from like seven normal and then like go to 11 when they're angry. It's, they're always 11. So like getting angry shouldn't do anything to a well, and super like, magnet. First of all, uh, like robots get angry. Like, yeah, she gets angry. No, like, come on. Like, didn't we talk about that last week with the T one thousand? Like, he doesn't have emotions. You know, he has slight ticks almost, but you know, he doesn't get angry that they avoid him or what. Yeah, I forget the the word we used. It wasn't annoyance, but it was something else. It, I think but it was yeah. annoyed. Oh, annoyed. Yeah, okay. he gets annoyed. Okay, but he, like Arnold, he's a machine. So God. desire is irrelevant, apparently. And apparently, ripping your head off, like somehow changes your programming back to default or i I, you know i don't know besides the the chips in his head actually not his neck uh, i uh, guess whatever besides the giant (laughs) xenodron efx or whatever trailer uh how much how much product placement is in this movie uh the the fast food restaurant where the kid gets whacked yeah that's an in and out burger isn't it yep in and out yeah Uh, there are branded computers all over the Skynet super duper secret lab. Dells probably. I wasn't watching that closely. Like I, when I was watching this movie, I was like stepping out of the room a lot, and I just had headphones on to listen to it. Compact Rosario. Wait, was the, so this was two thousand three when this came out. Were they still doing those commercials of that dude saying like, "Yeah, dude, you're getting a Dell"? Uh, or had yeah. he, he been yeah. busted already? No, he wouldn't. Uh, no, I think that is around that time because. It was while I was still in high school, and I remember yeah. a friend of mine got it, Adele at the end of high school, but they weren't showing those anymore. But I was still giving him shit for getting Adele. Yeah. Name starts with a... C. Second oh. letter is a D. Oh. Yes. Okay. Dude, you're getting Adele. Yes. What did that guy get busted for? I can't remember. Was it drugs having, or having pot or something? Oh, okay. Well, that's, yeah. <clears throat> oh, I hadn't even heard of that. Yeah, you shouldn't just, get busted for that. They ruined his fucking career because he had like a little bit of weed. That's bullshit. Oh, the whole Michael Phelps thing, pretty much. Yeah, but, Minus... but Michael Phelps, he's still doing okay, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah, he weathered that <laughs> just fine. Yeah, cause... I think that he got eight Olympic gold medals as a shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I only have seven now. Like, one's ruined from that. Yeah, like, the, I... the solar flare blinded the cops. Right? <laughs> I can't hear you over the sound of being, like, the greatest Olympian in the country scene. I just literally can't hear you over it. <laughs> I mean, how else could he eat, like, 5,000 calories in a day? Like, uh, I don't know. Playing Eve? I'm just saying there's other opportunities to eat a lot. Yeah, and a lot of people take that opportunity. And... But how could he burn 5,000 calories in a day? Because he is a machine, and desire is irrelevant. Maybe he is a machine. I've never seen him, like, <laughs> cut and bleed before, so... But Terminators bleed. Do they? Oh, yeah, I guess they have, like... Tissue. Tissue, but it doesn't, like, bleed. Which is the plot of Salvation. I, I don't remember that. One of the greatest movies ever made. I don't remember that. The huh. Citizen Kane of sci-fi movies. Yeah. 
Like Which the, I don't get that. Why does everybody say Citizen Kane is such like the best movie? I think so? it was because it was like one of the first like really groundbreaking movies that like a lot of people were like, "Whoa, look at all the crazy shit that's going on in this movie!" Like all the the I mean, shots and whatever that yeah. happened in that movie. The visual composition's great. Yeah, for the time they were, but then like every movie since then does a lot of the same things that that movie does. So like you go back and watch it now, it's like, oh, nothing looks special in here. But you watch movies actually before that and get some amount of like pop of just a population of those movies before that it's like okay they don't do any of the things that this movie does then everything after that is like based on that like all the cinematography shots are like whoa crazy shit and citizen kane we're gonna do that in the classic imagery like the two people at a dining table far apart to show that they you know don't agree yeah like the distance that goes between Kane and his wife over the years as they become less and less in love, like at their breakfast table. There's a lot of stuff in there. It's not Spy Kids. No, so no, it's no, not no. Spy Kids. That makes sense. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think. I don't think I was thinking about it from that point of view. Yeah, I mean, it's really like a product of its time. Like if you watch it now, it's you don't get the same impact as if you watched it then. Is kind of what I. Well, you know, that's the thing with old movies, especially like old sci-fi movies, is that when I watch them, you know, I, I try, they don't feel dated to me, except that there's something really egregious, like a carrot monster or something running around, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in like the 1950s version of the thing. But I don't know. Like, like movies that age well are done well. Like there are just some movies out there that suck and they're yeah, like going to look bad like this movie yeah. does. Like if you go back and watch the the day the earth stood still from the the fifties or whatever, I think it's still really watchable because it was a well done movie. Exactly. Plan Nine from Outer Space. We should watch that one. What or that? Uh, no, Forbidden Planet. We should review that Forbidden Planet. All right, that's like the prototype for Star Trek and James T. Kirk. Uh, both great, of those great movies movie. I hadn't seen. So. Oh, Plan 9 from Outer Space is an Ed Wood movie. It's famously one of the worst movies ever made. So, oh. well, just suggest Forbidden you. Planet's probably on the opposite <laughs> end of that spectrum. It's probably one of the, the best movies. We should have a double-length podcast and do a, a 50s movies thing. Yeah. Eh. After we get to... Spy Kids. And Jingle All the Way. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's Christmas selection. I thought we were throwing in holiday special... Oh, yeah, that's on there, too, but Jingle All the Way, that needs to happen because you asked for it. I asked for it. Yeah, you did. You suggested it. Put I that do cookie that. down. Yeah. Okay. Trying to take his wife's cookies. <laughs> Plus, it has Anakin Skywalker in it, so there's some and kind of... And Sinbad. And Sinbad. Can we, like, record <laughs> Jingle All the Way and then just, like, paste holiday special onto the, like, second half of that and, like, we record it, like, a week or a month later? Because I don't know if I can sit through both of those. Can release the special edition. I, I'll of the like will be like through two handles of vodka by the end of. Yeah. What if one we get those. you like a, a gravity feed system of vodka? Just an IV. Yeah, and you can just sit in the the chair and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be a good way to do things. <laughs> I yeah, jingle all the way is uh, it's brutal. It's no spy kids. It's not like not up there. Okay. Snow Godfather Part 3. <laughs> We're going to end up watching Spy Kids, aren't we? No. No. Okay, good. Good. Fuck that. No. But it's sci-fi, just like Walking no, it's Dead. Not. No, it's not. It's, it's, 
It needs to needs to die. Okay. Yeah, Spy Kids is like a directed energy weapon that you would use to control a rioting crowd. What? You ever heard about these things, like the microwave emitters that feel like your skin's burning off, but you're not actually being harmed? It's for crowd dispersal? I haven't seen that. I've seen the things that are like targeted noise-like things that like shoot noise at like a very like precise location, like like a one square foot location will like get this like super loud blast of noise. They use those on the Occupy Wall Street protesters, what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't think they have deployed those microwave um, cause they're, they're mounted on like kind of um, armored vehicles, right? Humvee type deals. Yeah, Humvees. Yeah. I can see that being used in some, you know, Middle Eastern country to like disperse crowds or something. But for a lot less money, they could just put a TV on the front and put spy kids in. Just drive around. Just throw 3D glasses at people. <laughs> like all the terrorist like, brains oh, would melt. Like, oh no, spy yeah. kids. Just drive around in a circle and just have spy kids blasting. Yeah, what kind of movies do you think they show to people at Guantanamo Bay? I'll bet spy kids is on that list. Spy kids, Terminator Salvation. <laughs> Genesis. <laughs> Terminator 3. <laughs> Predator 2. Uh, yeah. Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Probably all the good ones, just getting the greatest hits out. Oh, but like some of those movies actually perform all overseas, so it's like, will those actually be torture to people in Guantanamo? Live free or die hard. That's, yeah. That's, or a, a good day to die hard. That's being shown to terrorists, I'll bet, in Guantanamo. And they're, Is that the one with the they're apple They're cracking douche? like nuts. Hmm? Is that the one with the apple douche? Which no. one's the one with the apple douche? Live for your die hard. Yeah. Okay. That one is quasi acceptable. It has some good moments, but like where Bruce Willis single handedly takes down an F twenty two Raptor. Uh, I was thinking about the <laughs> one where he he launches the taxi cab or whatever into the the helicopter. Oh, has some cool shit. Yeah. Plus, at the end where he kills the guy, I mean that's. And they use their one fuck. Yes. Oh, another thing. Um, I don't remember what The Martian was rated, but they, if it was PG-13, they really tried to hide their use of fuck. Just saying. They um, tried to hide it? Like, there was um, a point in the movie where they actually get, like, initial contact with him through, like, the the terminal thing. And then they were, like, he, in the book, said, like, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? And, like, on the screen, it was, like, even, like, blanked out. It's, like... Mark, your shit's, uh... Oh, so it was PG-13. Yeah. Yeah, so they, like, blanked out a lot of their fucks, and then when, like, he found out that they hadn't told the crew yet or something like that, he was, like, really upset in, like, his rover. He was... He just, like, went outside the rover, and, you know, you just see him screaming, you know, what the fuck in the rover, but you, like, can lip-sync that. I mean, if you're... Ever have seen someone say what the fuck before? Yeah. So, yeah, they, That's um, sad. I can't remember where they use their fuck, but um, they, for, in the book, when he says fuck a lot, they really, it was censored. It seemed censored. That was one of the things I liked about the book, was that he was really crass. That was great. But no, he was still, he still had the crass attitude. It was just like, like, there was one part um, when they were talking about how to get the um, thing light enough so it would actually make it into, like, high Mars orbit. Yeah. It's like, oh, you have to take the nose cone off. And then, like, it just cuts to the NASA director do you think he means that, like, are you kidding me? Or, like, or like, are you kidding me? Or 
are you kidding me? Like, sort of like a joke like that. Like, oh, you're kidding me. Like, that's a cool way to do it. Or what the fuck are you meaning like that? Or on the screen, it was just like, what F dash are you kidding me? I don't know. It was a little annoying, but... That's sad. Yeah. That and they, like, just did a cutaway for the whole, like, Mark, the whole world's watching you. And, like, he sends, like, the little picture of boobs. They're just, like, cut to him, like, smiling, and then, like, everyone else facepalming, and then, like, the NASA director talking to the president, like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sure you didn't mean that. Yeah. Disappointing. It was still good. But desire is irrelevant. Desire is irrelevant? Is that from this movie? Yes. Okay, I wasn't paying that close of attention. It's when he smashes the hood of the car. Yeah, when the what? The, the TX reprograms <laughs> Arnold and like makes him want to kill John Connor, but then Arnold's programming is like, no, Catherine Brewster says John Connor's my friend, so I can't kill him. Hmm. <clears throat> John Connor's like, no, you can fight it, and he's like, I desire is irrelevant. I am a machine, and like smashes a car instead of killing John Connor because he's mad. I forgot the whole desire is irrelevant part. I was laughing at that point and then he just gets upset and shuts down for five minutes and then wakes back up go we'll meet again yeah yeah Mm-mm. no no grab my hand uh, he didn't say that in this movie but no they uh i think it was john connor said something like you know you have to come with me if you want to live like, come it, with like, me if you want to butchered live. the line but like it was there was a come with me if you want to live line <laughs> course there was come with me if you want to stop terminator genesis 2 uh maybe they'll spell genesis right next time in the second one terminator regenesis yeah or maybe they'll use another vowel in place of you know the e there how about like terminator genocide (laughs) 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 okay it spells genocide with a y or something oh that's clever yeah i'll do that yeah you know if they want to have a movie about how the terminator was responsible for like the rwandan genocide okay i mean there's a lot of terminator stories you could tell just like terminators going throughout history like fucking shit up that would be great. Terminator, like that thing you travelers. were telling us about, about the medieval predator story, or who was saying? Uh, the fan you, film. Justin? Yeah, the fan film, yeah. Yeah, like the, doing a medieval Terminator story, like the Terminator gets sent back to, you know, medieval France or something. And to has kill, to... like, the great, 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 great grandfather of John Connor. Well, maybe yeah. they could borrow a little bit from that movie. Um... Or the time stream gets messed up and he ends up where he shouldn't. What is that fucking movie? Frequency. Frequency. Yeah. Gonna have to film me on that one. Can't remember who's in it, but it's like this guy ends up using like a there's some kind of solar thing going on, and it lets him talk to his deceased father in the 1960s on some shortwave radio. Because the guy dies in a fire, he's a firefighter, and the the kid in the future ends up changing everything by telling his dad like, "Hey, you know, don't do this when the, you're in that building that's on fire. Do this." Like saves his life, and like the they try to solve some kind of murder or some shit and the dad like hides a wallet under a floorboard and the kid gets it in the future because it wasn't disturbed so, so it's like a lot of butterfly effect yeah shit is it actually a good movie yeah it's a pretty good movie but i'm okay there's like terminator stuff you could do with that like hey you should go back and like get this or bury something here or you should go have a t-800 hide underneath the floorboard of john connor's house so yeah like when he's sleeping just pop up and strangle him and keep him on low power mode yeah and wake him up or t-850 with the hydrogen fuel cells and he could just take one out and throw it on the ground 
Okay. Blow up John Connor's house. <laughs> and his neighbor's house. Yeah. It's just, you know what? And the neighbor's apartment building. <laughs> and the neighbor's apartment building. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play with matches. Yes. Always play with hydrogen fuel cells. Yes. They are much safer. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Yes. Fuck it's a, it. It's a bad movie. Nobody liked it. Just stop after two. Like, when you have that original, whatever your original run is, just stop. But we're not stopping after two. Oh, no, we're not stopping. We're no gonna... brakes on this train. Yeah, we're doing it, so I guess everybody else doesn't really have to. Yeah. We're taking the bullet for them. Well, I'm sure a lot of people already have seen this movie. but So they don't have to watch it again. Yes, they're just sharing in our pain. I like That's yeah. what I feel like a lot of this time. Like, when we watch bad movies, people have already seen those movies with us, and they're just sharing the pain with us. Yeah. Yeah. People should share their pain on Twitter <laughs> with us. <laughs> it's a transparent, you know, out, social media outreach. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a good one. Super high underscore sci-fi. Or share your pain on <clears throat> iTunes reviews. Is that the, the shill we're uh, yeah, peddling now? Yeah, share your pain on <laughs> iTunes reviews. <laughs> Give us those five-star ratings, everybody. We really, uh, really appreciate it. So you're a sellout now, it sounds like. No, Just I don't have a Zenendron EFX truck parked in my driveway yet. Well, they should send us money after talking about Zenendron EFX. I, I know, like, we talked about it in like three podcasts, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would kind of be worth it to get like, uh, just to have that truck, you know, just because. Is that like having the Oscar Mayer Wiener truck? To like, oh, I don't really need it. It's just like something cool yeah. in my uh, driveway. Or I could just drive it into random things and, you know, do some advertising. Just saying. Take it to a football game, just park out front. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. instead of good tasting quasi-meat stuff, you know, our product gives you heart palpitations, right? So. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that pill is supposed to do. I, I think it's supposed to speed up your metabolism so you lose weight. Yeah. Oh, the diet pill. Yeah. That was all the rage. It's the, the Anna Nicole Smith pills. Okay. What was that shit she was taking? Trim Spa? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was Fuck Trim Spa. I, know, dude. <laughs> I just remember the commercials. Yeah, Trim Spa. It's got like the dude who's like 600 pounds and is like, now I only weigh 300 pounds. Trim Spa. Congratulations. <laughs> You're still morbidly obese. <laughs> <laughs> I still need a scooter and I have a, an ulcer on my leg, but. I mean, Trim I already spa. had the scooter, so it's not like I got rid of it or got a new one. It's just there. I'm always waiting for somebody in the grocery store to kill one of those things getting on it. Like the, the electric motor just can't deal with it and it seizes and starts spraying parts of we're in smoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. It's Wally. Otto's going to be in the picture behind them. That'd be the uh, employee of the month in Kroger's. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, we should review Wally. Duh. I think Wally is a bit more sci fi than, say, like Jingle All the Way. It's more sci-fi than Terminator 3, that's for sure. So, I guess we don't, we don't have to decide here, since next week is Terminator Genesis. Or no, Salvation. Salvation, sorry. We already did Genesis. So, what's next after Terminator? We'll do Wally after Salvation. Okay. We do random ones, too. Like, I mean, I haven't seen Interstellar, which is apparently good. Interview that. Or I would re- Yeah, Interstellar was great. I liked that. There's a whole like. Just be ready for the end, shit. where he's driving his Lincoln through a time-space continuum. Just go vortex. on Netflix and search for a sci-fi, and like pick a random one. Just scroll and bam. It's there. that place where you find that taking care of yourself is more than just taking care of yourself. So he has a true detective voice going. All on. right, all right, all right. 
It's just an Orderson. It's, it's, it's an abrupt departure from the rest of the movie. Okay. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Just saying. Sometimes you make Spy Kids. Sometimes you make 2001: Space Odyssey. Yeah. But we, I don't know. There's not. I no other series come to mind a lot with sci-fi. But we'll Spy Kids. We'll stumble on one we can do or do one-offs or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll just do it live. But for now, uh, thanks for listening to us talk about Terminator 3 and cloning dogs and Disney World and uh, Disney World's creepy Skynet plans and chubby cheeses, chubby cheese, and <laughs> why you should be really careful what you download on uh, Napster. Just, uh, you know, stay away from those Russian porn files.